Panella, singer and songwriter, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. It's a beautiful sunny day. I haven't opened up my shades yet, believe it or not. It's um, in the afternoon, lunchtime already. But I've been kind of um, preoccupied in my own little world of uh, kind of my new routine. I'm starting to walk a lot now. And um, if you go to my stories that I post at my uh, personal Facebook Facebook profile under Lori Fanella, I just post, posted a story this morning with just a um, example photo of what happens to women's bodies when they're banged around so much, which I know I talk about it all the time. Uh, it's very big. Um, it's an important subject to me in healing, which I found fresh herbs. Um, I'm back to that again. But uh, I had found that walking was so much harder on me. And I know it's because I stayed in because of the pandemic and I was still exercising quite a bit. But um, walking, which was, it had been really hard for me when I was doing it anyway, before the pandemic, but I was doing it kind of brutally, foraging for food and everything, trying to carry all my stuff home myself. And so that was difficult, but when I uh, tried to just walk, when the mask came down and walk a little bit further and just go out and enjoy everything, um, I found it was a bit difficult for me. And it seemed even harder than it was before. So I took on the task of taking my torn and bruised body and forcing myself to walk at least a mile a day. And I'm pretty well into it now. I had to get um, better sneakers and shoe pads, and I got a bunch of different shoes that are like sneaker shoes and I won't wear anything unless it has um, an extra pad in it like padding that you buy like memory foam and anything that absorbs shock to the body because what people don't understand and it amazes me how many people don't understand is the fact that I mean it's one thing to open a conversation and get people to understand that there's all kinds of long-term effects to the body when you're knocked around whether it's just someone thinks they're putting their hand on you and pushing you aside or pushing you in any way, that is force on the body coming to the other end because that person who's doing it doesn't realize how much they're really doing it to the body. So the body, it's taken a toll on the body. And what happens is when you're walking around, um, even just generally, it's it really puts pressure on your body and you start to really feel it and it becomes painful. It becomes so much, so painful, which what you're feeling is inflammation. You're pounding your body with inflammation over and over again that you end up getting all these chronic diseases and things that happen to you. And a lot of people end up having to use walkers, um, just canes, not able to go out as much. I was kind of giving up on the idea and I didn't really realize that I was throwing in the towel. I said, boy, I, I'm just too tired. And at one point I even thought I gave into maybe having to choose a walker. Um, and I, what I had given into was just to sit on a bike and pedal. Cause I thought, Oh, this is so much easier. I have the recumbent bike. I can sit, sit back. And I thought to get a rower, and it's like another machine I really don't have a lot of room for. And the cheapest and easiest thing is walking, but it's not easy for us who have been abused and our body frames are just really throbbing from the pounding of our feet on the pavement. 
So I made sure I got better shoes. Um, and I've been walking indoors, but I don't walk outdoors. Just getting up and just going back and forth in my apartment and wearing a, a cheap pedometer I bought. And it was, some days it was so hard. I was, you know, almost passing out, falling, swaying. And your first thought would be to blame yourself. Oh my God, you're so out of shape, you pathetic thing. Yet I knew that I was, I'm really flexible. And I can do a lot of things that a lot of people can't do with yoga because I've been doing it for so long. And I know how far I can go on the bike. I can, if I really push myself, I can go quite a bit. So I knew it had nothing to do with that. If someone was going to be mean to that, I would never say that to someone else. Or the fact that uh, my body was just completely out of shape cardiovascularly because my medical tests come up good. But I've always kind of been struggling more with the chronic issues. So my my um uh my, my 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 antidote to that was to push myself to walk so that's what i've been doing and i can actually feel my body going past milestones within it that it just has been crying out for aid to and it might sound kind of strange but and you really won't feel it until you get to these points I mean it's like the quarter of a mile and then the half a mile and then it's like okay you feel that milestone I'm just going to push past that and then it's like you see where your body's been and so it's just really really um it's a difficult journey for sure but I just want to pass on the information that I've been finding out so it is really healing because I can just feel my body getting past a sedated point in areas of my body where it's been sitting inflammatory, inflammatorily, <laughs> in an inflammatory state. And that's really, really dangerous to have that in your body. So um, if you can walk at all and, and get some good sneakers that have a really good um, insole in there. I usually don't buy any shoes unless there's memory foam padding. And I'm if there's something I really like, I buy I'm starting to buy the, the memory foam foot pads, um, or you can just, um, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but it kind of goes along with the song that I came up with this week where it's not that I just wrote it this week, it's called Sleepy Angel Inspire, and there's many times I'm writing many, many songs, and I thought to go through them all because I have been getting tired, of course, with my journey, and I thought, geez, there's got to be something out there. That I have written, I have so many songs, and instead of having to think of a new one, and sure enough, I came up with um, Sleep at Angel Inspire. I went in and I did some um, tweaking to it, and it's really a pretty song. It's one of these songs that you might not be supported to putting out there because it gets really deeply into the sexual abuse um, that people just really don't like to talk about. But I thought, um, I thought it'd be nice to touch upon a child that may want to get out of uh, human trafficking and maybe where her mind is and maybe let's say an angel is coming and whispering into her ear. So it's called Sleep Angel Inspire and I start out saying, well like little lambs in the fields, everywhere the wind blows we conceive, which means all the bad people coming in all around her and um, she has to give in she's um, a victim the the lamb that's in the field or let's say the wolves come in and pounce upon her every whim that comes upon us we please 
which is really, really sad and brings tears to my eyes at the thought that these tiny little children have to give themselves so much in such a horrible way. Then the chorus, Sleepy Angel Inspire, make that rustle through the whirls of your wind, your own wind, your own wind. So find your, find that strongest point in your body, little girl, and, and fight it. And then the next verse, I'm just not appropriate, needed, needed to be taken. That's the bad guys feeling they need to do this from concealment. Now that can go either way or neither. No partisan, which she obviously doesn't want to get involved. She's just a bystander having to do the motions, not there in, in any of the actions, whether she's physically moving or not, leads to participation with no conclusion. So obviously there's no conclusion in her life to this. It leaves her very empty and it's not a positive reflection in her life. Then the chorus, then the, the last, uh, oh no, I did a, I did this a little bit longer, though it's a short, it's a short composed song, which I usually do because I don't play instruments, but endless infinite sounds, incumbent wind. Now that's obviously really, really sad. That's your head and your mind, your body being in it, your dream, your dream. And of course, when you're hurt, you're a little girl, you go to your dreams to heal yourself while all this horrible stuff is happening to you. We are party to please, wandering aimlessly, helpless on our knees, crying for a dream, which if you've watched any of the movies of all these little children that are taken in human trafficked, that's exactly where they are. Children laughing and playing, coming together in unity, which, you know, I mean, they'll have playgrounds and all these things for the kids, so you wouldn't even know that these things are happening to these children. And it, you have to really stop yourself and just take a long look at the at, at, at the thought of where their minds are and their bodies are when these things are going on because of where they are afterwards. It's just, it's amazing how the contrast can just be so right there. I'm sorry, that was the last verse. I changed it around. I swear I had another one. Uh, oh no, that's another song I wrote. Oh no, <laughs> me and my brain injury from abuse. But everyone's used to that. Uh, my friend Lorianne Smith, who had been doing her show, who does a wonderful job for survivors um, of abuse. And she was abused as a child. She was a teenager raped by her father. She can't have children anymore. Her hip is broken from being abused in her home. Um, I mean, she was giving up to go on a walker and that woman was out walking around too. And she had a video of it. She said, I'm going out walking with a broken toe in my hip and you're coming with me. And I thought, way to go, Laurie. So if you search for her, Laurie Ann Smith, L-A-U-R-I-E, at YouTube, subscribe to her. And when she gets back into doing her um, her channel, where she has so many um, recordings up there already that might be helpful to you. She's just so wonderful. Anyway, it'll come to your inbox, excuse me, or your notification on your YouTube, I think, moreover. But she's just so very comfortably... Um, she speaks very comfortably about these subjects of really any type of abuse. So she's just, uh, you, you feel your guard uh, come down and you don't really feel like um, there's anything wrong with talking about what you've been through. Now, I know if I go around a lot of negative energy, I have a really hard time to express things and discuss things. So I make sure that I divert myself from all the... Um, energies that aren't positive around me because I would never be able to do the work that I do. I wouldn't be able to be talking to you right now, talking about these things just so 
ordinarily and giving you so much important information and making you feel so comfortable because you know we're all going to drown if somebody doesn't do this and there's other people out there that are doing this and many people that i connect to all the time that are doing this work gail crabtree is another wonderful and in, uh, inspirational woman who has a youtube channel at uh yeah at youtube <laughs> she has a youtube channel at youtube as she calls it be bodacious and i've shared her at my facebook page too as well as larry you have to look for larry a little bit more though because she hasn't done them as much but gail has something every saturday night and she's really open about talking about um anything that's happened in your life i mean she's uh, been a pastor herself and she has had support groups for people who are victims she's definitely helped children so um it's just it's just a beautiful thing that we have these these outlets and resources out here and usually i think a lot of them are private because i know that the ones that are kind of organized and set up uh, and a lot of them are taken away from us are really sadly uh, not really um in a way that are helpful to us because they're ran by government programs state programs and the list that they get of things that they can and can't do is just so horrible. I know when I went to a shelter, which I have spoken of uh, before, I really need to talk about the abuse upon my body. And I did give a diagram of all the things all over me. And they they shut down the, um, the support system uh, for that when I was there. And also the counselor stopped talking to me when I was there. And they just thought to to shut it out at that one time. And I thought that that was really, really horrible because I really desperately needed that man to be caught. And I know other um, shelters or uh, organizations that give you counseling do the same thing. You're not allowed to talk about certain things. They call it triggers. Uh, we've already been triggered, so I don't know where this trigger thing comes from. I mean... It's ridiculous that this has been washed into our minds. We all have the triggers inside of us, and that's why we cry together. You watch all these movies of all these other triggers that come out that are on TV, which I mentioned one not too long ago, and I'm not going to remember the name. Oh. But it was it's the sexual abuse was talking about was talking of very openly. And I thought that that was really good. And it was shown in a support group, not just of alcoholism and drug addiction. And that's the first thing that always comes up when anything happens, not the victim. And there's so many victims out there. It would overshadow these addictions, I assure you. So the fact that it's, we're dirty pigs to talk about things that um, are just so easily taken from us because it's convenient and and it's just uh organized that way through these state and government programs purposely i think it's just really really sad so it's these private sectors like me and these other women and many other places that come out and we make sure even if we're just giving our time that we're giving you the moment to to hear these things so that you do feel strong and just constantly surround yourself by people like myself that are confident enough to open up and speak of these things and give you positive energy. And if you can't, then make sure you make that space in your time and in your life to do this for yourself. I get up in the morning 
and I do my two minutes and of meditation. And if I have to sit there long with the tea bags on my eyes afterwards, then I do. I make sure that I'll sit there on days that I really need to um, close myself and find that inner peace when I'm doing yoga. Uh, um, I sit there longer. I make sure I do this and I make sure that I have the inner strength, which is so important to find a gift to yourself because on on any day, even with this out here, all this support and positive energy and all these people I could turn to, I still don't have enough and I could easily fall back on negative energy if I didn't do these things. So I know when I'm in, in a bad way, I can't always just hurry up and reach out to someone on Facebook or or maybe make that call or I already know that that doesn't work fully. And I really hate to say that, but you're going to get to a wall where they're not going to understand because you are the only one that has your original story. You're the only original human being of yourself that was made. So you can't have the same exact steps. You can't have the same exact feeling. You can't have the same exact journey of anybody else on this earth. You're the only one that can tap into that exact journey that you've had and aid yourself at those tiny little points that no one else can reach. So that way, when you're done that, you know how to take that energy and then come together with others and network so that way you all can make yourselves feel better. Everyone else I know, if it's not God they turn to, it's yoga, it's um, another higher power, meditation, walking, all these people, they have something that they go to for themselves. So it's really, really important. Now, my music is really important to me because it's a way for me to write where I feel I can't write long novels anymore because of the abuse that I, um, the worst of the abuse that I received 11 years ago. So to be able to write a song is just uh, amazing to me that I can do that and then share it on the show. So I hope you enjoy the rest of, I hope you enjoy the rest of Sleep the Angel Inspire and I have a really neat one for you next week too that I think you're really, really going to enjoy. So please take care, stay blessed. Lloyd G. Finella, singer-songwriter. Images not appropriate, needed, needed to be taken from concealment of partisan leads to participation with no conclusion. Sleepy angel spy, make that rustle go to the world, so you will.